We're going to talk about joy this morning. It's fun coming into the house of God and being able to almost leave the outside out there. You know, this is B-A-R. Do you remember when you were a kid and you played B-A-R? It's like, I'm in here. I'm in the presence of God. This is the time where you plug in. You know, like an iPhone. If you don't come in and in your, even in your quiet times, in your devotional times at home, you have to have times where you re-plug in to the presence of God. Your battery's going to wear out. You're going to start getting a bit clunky. If you don't upgrade and do that upgrade, then you've got an old phone that's not working in the, in the best of circumstances. So we're going to talk about the joy. Now, every time I think about Christmas, my grandmother and my mother are Christmas fanatics. We had six Christmas trees in our house. It was just crazy. We would walk into my grandmother's house and she had this magnificent table. But at the center of that table was always a happy birthday Jesus cake. And before we did anything, it makes me cry because she's not with us anymore, but before we did anything, our whole family had to stop and we had to sing happy birthday to Jesus and we had to um, pray and she would, my grandfather would pray over our family because why? She always wanted us to remember the reason that we have this celebration. We, the reason that we, and I remember as a kid, before anything, we don't eat, we don't touch the chocolates until we've sung happy birthday to Jesus. And when he came to the world, I want to read this scripture over you. And it's in Luke 2, 8 to 12. If you've got your Bibles on your phone, open up to Luke 2, 8 to 12. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Now, in your Bibles, guys, quick Bible teacher moment, notice, notice who's impacted. Okay, note this is shepherds. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you, he is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you, you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. When Jesus came into this earth, he impacted every area of society. He impacted the shepherds who were the lowest and King Herod the highest. Everybody knew that this pinnacle moment was going to change the course of history and it was going to bring joy. It was going to bring peace. Have you loved unwrapping joy and peace over the last couple of weeks? And today we're going to kind of grab this present and unwrap joy. Now there may be things that I talk about today and you go, yes, I know that, Katie. But I want to remind you because 2020 has erased some things in us. I even had a check in my spirit and I was like, wow, after this hard year, I, do I believe what I'm actually reading here? Do I believe I can have joy in the midst of, at the moment, we've just found out that some of us may not have Christmas with my family. My dad rang me the other day and he's, he said, I don't know if we're coming down, Kate. And I said, that's okay. We can have joy in the midst of 2020 with all these uncertainties. We can have a solid foundation. So there's four points I want to do this morning. Four points of joy and then three points of how. I can tell you what joy is, but I need to tell you how to get it back. Okay, so I'm going to do four points of, of what joy is. And if you're taking notes, I'll try to be very clear. The teacher in me likes that. And I'll do three points. Let's jump in. Number one, joy is a foundation, not an emotion. What does that mean? It means this. Joy isn't a reaction to circumstances. It's a solid foundation that never changes. If my joy is a reaction to circumstances, then it'll go up and down no matter what happens. That's happiness. Joy sits solid in my spirit as a Christian. It does not change. No matter what my circumstances say, I fall no further than the joy of the Lord as my strength. Even at my lowest point, 
Even at my point where everything is going wrong, I tap into that and say, no, the joy of the Lord is my strength because it's not a reaction. Let me show you in Philippians 4.4. Rejoice in the Lord, what? Always. Oh my goodness. Why does the Bible set the bar so high? Couldn't it say rejoice in the Lord when you're on the beach? You're not allowed on the beach anymore, so no. (laughs) Rejoice in the Lord when things go well. No, it says rejoice in the Lord always. And then Paul's like, you know what? I'm going to say that again. Rejoice. Now, I know from a historical perspective, Paul is not on the beach in the Bahamas. You know those people that, you know, the legs on the beach and they're like rejoicing. It was like, yeah, so would I with my legs on the beach in in the Bahamas. He's not like that. What he's doing is saying, I'm in prison. I'm in the worst of circumstances. I don't know if I'm going to get out. But church out there, let me tell you, I'm still rejoicing. Let me tell you out there, church. And he says, I pray for you with joy. Can I say if I'm in prison, I'm not sure I'm going to be praying for you with joy. I might be whinging at you, but I may not be praying for you. Paul says, no, no, no. Even in those circumstances, I have such a solid foundation in God that I'm not only rejoicing in my own circumstances, I am rejoicing in God and I'm praying for the others outside. That's an incredible strength that we we can have. Now, Habakkuk 3, 17, 19 says this. I love this. This feels a little bit like a 2020 scripture. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, I'm going to add, though you may have lost a job in 2020, though we may not be with our family at Christmas, though circumstances are out of our control right now, what's the next word? Yet. Some of us need to get our yet back. 2020 stole your yet. 2020 stole that resistance in you that said, though everything else fail, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Saviour. It doesn't say I will be rejoicing in my circumstances. It says I will rejoice in the Lord. And we're going to talk about that. We can always rejoice because God never changes. His salvation, his promises, his ability to save you never changes. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. I love this sense and this essence of no matter what happens in this Christian life, we have a yet. Some of you are going to go into Christmas situations and you need to be the yet. Oh, this happened and this happened yet. My God can turn all circumstances around. Some people don't like me in my family because I'm the positive one. And some, they just want to have a whinge and I'm like, yet. And they're like, oh, Katie. Uh, Yeah, but God can turn that around. Could you just stop for a second? No, I will always be that voice of hope. I will always be that voice of joy in my family because right now the world needs us to be that. They need us to be this church, this remnant, this hope, this positivity for for this time. I love this. I studied, got a bit geeky, is that okay? I studied what the word joy meant in the Greek. And it says this. Joy is an inner gladness, a deep-seated pleasure. It is depth of assurance and confidence that ignites a cheerful heart. You can always have a depth of assurance and a confidence, no matter what your circumstances say. Let me explain it to you. The word happy is, and happiness is not joy. Happiness comes from the word happen, which means what is happening to you will either make you happy it goes up and down with your happenings, with, your, with, with what have circumstances. Joy does not have that essence of up and down. Happiness has an essence of almost temporary. Joy has an essence of eternal. 
You can have joy in the midst of everything. Okay, number two. So joy is a foundation, not an emotion. Joy comes from God. Isn't that good? Sometimes I don't feel joyful. Sometimes I wake up in the morning. Actually, most mornings I wake up and I'm like, what is happening? I quit my job in 2019. That was a dumb idea. I stepped out in faith in 2019. So 2020, I didn't have a job. And the whole year, I'm like, why did I do that? So some mornings I woke up and thought, Katie, what are you doing? And then the presence of God comes in. That moment where you just wait on his presence. Some of you this morning, we're going to have this time where we just wait on his presence again. And we let your brain stop talking. We let your emotions stop telling you what's good and bad. And we just let that beautiful presence of God. And then I hear his voice. I tap back in. I, I connect back in like my iPhone. I say, God, am I okay? And the word of God comes over me. All things work together for good. If you don't know it, it doesn't come out at the worst of circumstances. Can I say that? I love reading this book because in the, the moment I need it the most, it washes over me. The moment I need, Has anyone seen that ad, that insurance ad with the man? <laughs> the man that talks, the, the lady talks over him and gives him instructions. That's what you need in the morning where you're just waiting on the Lord. Hey, God, am I okay? Is my family okay? Some of you have family members that are overseas right now and you need to hear the voice of the Lord that it's going to be okay. So number two, joy comes from God. Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life in your presence. It doesn't say there's half joy. It says there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I love this moment that when we are in his presence, we can have fullness of joy. Can I give you a bit of a revelation? I'm doing my master's on the book of Revelation. Yes, I am a weirdo. Uh, even my master's supervisor's like, you are crazy. I know, I love it. The reason I'm doing my master's on the book of Revelation is this. No matter how bad it gets on the earth in the book of Revelation, do you know what John does? Flicks your eyes to heaven. Seven times. Gets bad. Oh my gosh, it's getting really bad. Oh, what's this beast? Oh my gosh, it's really... Flick. We go to heaven. Seated on the throne, high and lifted up. Back down. Oh my gosh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's getting... Oh my gosh, and we're panicking. Flick. Who's seated on the throne? This morning I'm here to say you, flick. Who's seated on the throne above this COVID? who is seated on the throne above this church, above Christmas, above everything that we're doing. Why? From that, from that God seated on the throne comes joy. Third thing is this, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22, I love this, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. What does that mean? Fruit is something that you get just simply by being connected to the vine. You know, I heard a message from Pastor Phil. It was the best message I've ever heard. The tree doesn't go, I'm focusing on the fruit. Go fruit, go fruit, go. No, the tree focuses on being connected and the fruit just appears. If your fruit stopped appearing in 2020, maybe you need to connect in again. What does that mean? Maybe start praying again. Can I say that when, when I was um, young, people would say, pray, read your word and worship. And I'd be like, oh my gosh. They're not disciplines, they're a discipleship moment. Switch, switch that in your brain. It's not a, oh, I've got to get through 10 minutes. This is the longest 10-minute prayer of my life. That's, that's not your prayer time. Your prayer time is, hey, God, how are you doing? Just talk to him. I remember once I went all holy when I was about 15. I was like, Lord, I pray to you. And I was like, and he's like, what are you doing, Katie? <laughs> he's like, you don't talk like that. I'm like, 
yes, but you're Lord. And I hear everybody talking like this when they pray. And he's like, just talk to me, Katie. Some of you maybe have lost that connection to the vine, so your fruit's not there. Just talk to him. I tell him, oh, gosh, I'm really nervous. Or, oh, gosh, it's about being connected. John 15, 15, I don't have this scripture, as we remain in him, as we remain connected. Lastly, joy is our strength. Anyone lost some strength this year? Anyone feel like we get to 2020, the end of 2020, and then we watch the news and we're like, we made it so close. We nearly made it to New Year's Eve. I have to say, when those fireworks go off, I'm going to be like, oh, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) 2021. Did anyone know that QVB in Sydney put up their Christmas tree in October? And the campaign was, I'm done with this year, let's put up the tree and call it a year. (laughs) So when you walked in, they had Christmas decorations in October and it was like, yeah, I'm finished with this year, let's just put up the tree. I was like, yeah, I'm with that. Um, Joy is our strength, Nehemiah 8.10, do not grieve. Can I say to you, C3, SYD, don't grieve. Everyone around us is is upset at the moment, anxious, we're getting to the end. As Christians, don't grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, can I flip this a little bit? We're going to just go into this. Um, The joy of the Lord is your strength. That doesn't mean um, it's about getting joy from God, but it means also this. You always have things to praise about. Always. Paul's in prison. He's been beaten, flogged. He's bleeding. He's all sorts of things happening. And he's going through in his brain what he has to praise about. And that's what we need to do, and we're going to talk about that in the next, in the next few minutes. You've got to flick your brain to not focus on the negative, to focus on what the joy of the Lord is. Salvation, eternal life, all things work together for good. You have a God that is with you through COVID. You have a God that can work out your business or your job. It's knowing these beautiful moments of that God is for me, who can be against me. And I love that strength. Okay, they're your four things of joy. Are you ready? for your three things that we need to do to get joy back. And then what we're going to talk about is that the world needs this joy. Number one, fill your mind with good things. Who has a little bit of a chicken little mind? Do you know who chicken little is? The sky's falling in. That's called me. (laughs) Every time I think of something, I go straight to the negative. I don't know why my brain does that. You Christians, you're so amazing. I didn't grow up in this Christian church, and I have no idea how you look at circumstances. It'll be fine. I'm like, maybe it won't. Oh, all things work. Maybe this time it won't work. I remember Jamie Malcolm saying, sometimes I feel so special that everyone else is blessed. And it's like, maybe I'm not the special one. Maybe I'm the one that this isn't going to work for. But sometimes what we have to do is Paul says, think. What does that mean? Get control of your thoughts. And let's have a look at Philippians 4, 8 to 9. Finally, brothers, and whatever is true. Where are we? Philippians. So where where is Paul? Still in prison. Paul makes a statement when he does things. He makes a statement. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Can I say, church, don't stop reading? Because what Paul does in his letters is he'll throw out a statement, a declaration, And then the best debater, which he is, he's a lawyer. So he throws out a statement and then in the next couple of scriptures, he'll tell you how to do it. That's why verse by verse Bible reading is very dangerous. Because you may know the declaration, but you don't know the power to do it. Teacher mode, sorry. You may know that you rejoice in the Lord always, but but you forgot to keep reading in chapter 4 that tells you how. 
how to rejoice. So let me tell you, let me fill you in. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything, can you, can you feel he's like, I'm digging to the bottom of the barrel of my praise here. Whatever is true, what, if there is anything worthy of praise, anything, says what? Think about these things. What he's saying is this, if you're going to be content in all circumstances, if you're going to get joy no matter what as a solid foundation, you have to stop focusing on the things you don't have. You have to stop. Can you imagine Paul? I'm in prison. I'm here. I've lost everything. When we start to focus on that, we get this bounce out of happiness and we lose that solid, we don't lose the solid foundation of joy, but the kind of negativity kind of comes on top. What we do is we think about good things. And that's hard for some of us. We've got to flick our brain and say, no, I'm going to think about these things. What you have learned, received and heard, seen it in me, practice these things. So he's saying, don't just think it, act that way. Don't just change your thinking, but change your actions. So number one, fill your mind with good things. Don't think about 2020. I'm, I'm going through 2020. I'm like, okay, what was 2020 like? I've learned that uh, hand sanitizer is very important. I've learned that happy birthday takes a long time to sing. Happy birthday, anyone else? Happy birthday. My gosh, like twice, two. I've learned that masks make your lipstick run. Anyone else? I didn't. (laughs) I learned that because I got up to preach after someone told me to put a mask on. And yes, thank you, Lord. So I've learned that if you're going to preach, don't put a mask on before because you will. I've learned all these things, but what have I learned? My joy is not found in my job. No. My joy is not found in my circumstances. My joy is not found in, in things that can be done away with. My joy is not found in what the news says. My joy is found in reading my Bible, worshipping God, praising Him. My joy is found in things that are eternal and everlasting. 2020 has really taught the church that even our joy is not found, unfortunately, in this gathering. Because this gathering may be lost. My joy is found in my God. So number two, worship and praise despite the circumstances. I love this. 1 Chronicles 29, 11. Yours, Lord, is the greatness and power and the glory and majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head of... I love this scripture. Why? Because some of us this morning need to stand up in our spirit and just raise our hands and worship no matter what. Some of us this morning need to stop looking at the things down here and start looking at Jesus Christ. King of kings, Lord of lords. That's when we praise. And can I say, sometimes I'm praising despite. Sometimes I'm like, I can't look at the... There were moments in 2020 where I was like, I'm going to ignore it. (laughs) I have to just praise. And that's why we praise with our head up because we've got to ignore what's around us sometimes. And I'm not saying your family members, that's not a good thing. You know, I'm just going to praise over my dad and he's standing right there. That's awkward. No, but I am saying that sometimes you've got to lift your head. Sometimes you are so stuck. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I don't know your name, the blonde, beautiful blonde girl. I'm sorry if I'm going to embarrass you. He said, I don't know. It's, it's the introvert in me that, no. Um, I just feel God wants to say something to you. Is that okay? You've probably never been in this church and I don't want to weed you out. And I am now because I'm talking to you from the, from the stage. How weird is that? Um, I see a a mess around you. I see like sinking sand, like almost like everything 
is um, falling apart. And I see you trying to work out what's solid, but everything you grab a hold of is part of the sinking sand. And I see this beautiful hand this morning reaching down to you and grabbing you out of that. And I'm so proud that you're here. I'm so grateful that you're here because this will not consume you. You will come out of this and you will come out of this very strong. God sent me here just to talk to you to say that he is going to reach down into your mess and he's going to pull you out. You're not going to know where the solid foundation comes from, but he's going to set you on a high ground. He's going to set you on somewhere that you feel solid. And even though the mess may continue around you, you're going to feel that solidness. You're going to feel like, you know what, I'm okay. And I just believe God is going to do that for you this morning. Is that okay? So I just pray that you take that. Lastly, guys, come to God to be refreshed. In the last four minutes... We're going to spend time, and I'm going to kind of get the band up here if that's okay. We're going to spend time being refreshed. This is the last service of 2020. Does anybody want to praise our way out of 2020? Does anyone want to stand up to your feet? Does anybody want to go, you know what? I am going to be refreshed at the end of this year. I am going to reconnect with my God at the end of this year. I'm going to get a solid foundation so I can go into Christmas and be a joy to my family. So I can go into Christmas and even 2021 and feel a hope and a life. So just stand to your feet if you want to, if that's okay. Just raise your hands. We're just going to pray for a bit. Father God, I thank you that if you are for us, who could be against us? And I thank you, Lord, that you know 2020 has been hard. We are watching again COVID hit, but Lord, we are strong in you. And this morning, we physically lift our eyes to heaven where our help comes from. We physically this morning say we have a joy in our spirit that does not change no matter what our circumstances change. We will not measure happiness the emotion of happiness, and make that our solid foundation. That is sinking sand. Our solid foundation is found in you, Lord Jesus. And this morning, I pray your beautiful Holy Spirit over this congregation that we finish this year with praise.